We imagine a future. We must consider this. Who would want me to be a part of their life? Hey, that's inappropriate. Will you make a choice now? We pass talking. Where do you say we come in for my close-up now? I'm done running. What was your favorite part? I'm a player. Get back. Movie news. Just don't like you no more. With Gareth Daly. You do like me. Good afternoon to you, Gareth. Where are we starting? Well... Do we need a sixth film in the Jason Bourne franchise? That's where we're starting. <laughs> Didn't expect that question this afternoon. Um, I don't know, do we? <laughs> well, there's talk of it now. Okay. Universal Pictures, they're making plans for it. Now, I suppose one of the exciting plans that, that sort of came out this week is that they're uh, in talks with All Quiet on the Western Front filmmaker Edward Berger to direct a project. They're starting to assemble it. Now, what you don't have here, you don't have any deal in place for Matt Damon to return to the franchise not yet so it's up to him is it it probably is. I mean, they're going to assemble a script that I suppose they'll be hoping to attract him back. Now, word is that, that uh, Matt Damon and uh, producer Frank Marshall have been trying to self-generate their own Bourne project for a number of years now, working on it with um, a writer called Scott Z. Burns on the project for months. The trio never really cracked the story, but Burns not just a writer of films like Contagion and The Report. He was also crucial sort of uncredited rewrite on The Bourne Supremacy. Mm-hmm before co-writing The Bourne Ultimatum, which are kind of the two films that are regarded as the best entries in the series. So if he does kind of come on board and you've already got Matt Damon sort of interested in what he's developing, who knows where that one could go? So that could lead us to, yeah, a sixth film in the Jason Bourne franchise. Interesting. Now you've some more casting news. Uh, Brendan Fraser, what is he up to next? Yeah, he's going to star in a comedy drama called Rental Family. This project hails from Beef director Hikari is also co-writing. Now, this story follows a down-and-out American actor that he's going to play living in Tokyo and one day he's hired as a token American guy for a Japanese rental family company. (laughs) This leads him on an unexpected journey of self-discovery through the roles he plays in other people's life. It'll sort of mark his first leading role since his Oscar-winning turn, if you remember, in Darren Aronofsky's The Whale. Which is such a comeback Uh, for him, yeah. Yeah, and then he had this smaller role in Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, he recently shot a comedy called Brothers, co-starring alongside Josh Brolin, Glenn Close and Peter Dinklage. Mm. So the filming for this one aims to begin in the spring in Japan. No word yet as to when they plan to release the film. Very good. It's quite a week for casting. More casting news for us. Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito, people will know from Better Call Saul, The Mandalorian. He's been set uh, for a role in Destry Allen Spielberg's thriller, Please Don't Feed the Children. So Paul uh, Bertino penned the film, which follows a group of orphans who head south in search of a new life after a viral outbreak ravages the country's adult population. Esposito joins a cast that already includes Michelle uh, Dockery and Vernon Davis. Now, having directed a number of shorts and acted in some films as well. The film will be the feature debut of 26-year-old Spielberg. Now, uh, is, for is S- this Spielberg uh, related to Steven yeah, Spielberg? Da- this da- is daughter this of. This is daughter, daughter of. of. Daughter of. Yes. Okay, just so yeah. we're clear, so yeah. She was in the likes of uh, Licorice Pizza and films like that and yes. I said she's done some shorts as well. So this will be her feature debut. Um, so it's a good cast. I mean, Esposito is kind of, you know, a very popular actor. He's a five-time Emmy nominee. He was recently voiced, actually, a, a role in, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant uh, Mayhem recently. He's got up-and-coming projects as well. He's going to be in an AMC C 
fantasy drama called Parish. He's in Guy Ritchie's Netflix series, The Gentleman. He's in Francis Ford Coppola's new film as well. And he's going to be in the Russo Brothers film, The Electric State. So he's a he's a busy actor and a popular one at that. Very interesting. Now, uh, what about Daddy Spielberg, Steven Spielberg? What's he up to? <laughs> well, he's joining forces with Martin Scorsese to executive produce a TV series reimagining of the thriller Cape Fear. Oh, so uh, Scorsese already did the remake. So that's, that's interesting. Right. Yeah. Back in 91, if you remember. Yes. Um, so this one basically is going to be, it's from from the the, the creator of Hannibal, that TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and basically, yeah, Emblem Television are involved as well. The series is sort of dubbed as a tense contemporary thriller that examines America's obsession with true crime in the 21st century. And it will follow a pair of married attorneys when an infamous killer from their past gets released after years in prison. So, Ooh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that well, it's a good, good old it? yarn. I can see why they keep coming back to yeah, it. And, you exactly. know, it's interesting, Maestro that comes out on Friday, uh, Steven Spielberg and Martin Scorsese are, have producer credits on that too. So they're they're picking interesting ones. Uh, that one, of course, yeah. directed by Bradley Cooper. We'll talk about it next week. But that brings us to The Saint yeah, The Saint looks like it's coming back to the big screen and looks like they've got a director in Doug Lehman. He would have directed the likes of The Born Identity and Edge of Tomorrow. Um, so it's Paramount Pictures that's that's sort of overseeing the development of this. They've got uh, Reggae uh, Jean Page mm. from people who know from Bridgerton yeah. and Dungeons and Dragons remains to sort of star in it. It's about, you know, Simon Templer, a sort of Robin Hood-esque criminal and thief for hire. The property for this kind of began in the 1920s with a book series and as you know it's been turned into a TV series with Roger Moore in the 60s. We had a film in 1997 with Val Kilmer. Mm. There's been various different versions of it. I mean I think there was an adaptation with the likes of Vincent Price at one stage uh, doing a radio series. So um, yeah it's it's kind of a reimagining of the character and the world around him. All these studios are looking at the various intellectual properties that they probably have on their books and trying to to, to, to bring out new versions. But I like, I mean, Doug Lehman's a good director. He most recently shot uh, Roadhouse. This was the remake of the Patrick Swayze movie, if you remember. <laughs> Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal is starring in that one and it's due out next year. Yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, um, Roger Jean Page was mentioned in terms of, a, you know, one of the possibles for the next 007. So he's he's ending up in The Saint possibly instead. Or in The maybe, Yeah, well, for, we now, anyway. know, for now, anyway. For now, we still don't know about the next 007. Yep. We'll keep an eye on all of those. Um, what trailer have you picked for us, Gareth? Okay, so I, I really liked these movies. I never thought I would. This is the, the, the recent Planet of the Apes movies. I, I agree, better excellent. than we thought they'd be, definitely, yeah. Yeah, and, and this one is many years after the reign of Caesar. Caesar, a young ape, goes on a journey that will lead him to question everything he's been taught about the past and make choices that will define a future for apes and humans alike. Take a listen to a clip. It's Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. When I sleep... I see strange things. Memories? Not memories. New things.
Yeah, I mean, that's hearing it. I have to say visually again, it looks good. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. They, they come up with all the titles. War of the Planet of the Apes was the last one, wasn't it? And they yeah. they keep coming up with those titles and uh, it looks visually very, very, very good, I thought. Very strong. And what's really curious is when I look at the cast list and really there's no big names in the cast list, okay. but I don't think they need it because I think what people got in the last films, and I know Andy Serkis was in the role of, of Caesar in those, so he was a big cast name, but what they got was good stories woven with very good visuals and just kind of drawing people into those worlds. You've got Wes Ball who made the likes of The Maze Runners, the director okay. here on this one. It's not out until next year, May 24th, so go and check out the yes, trailer. summer release. Okay, that's the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Let's come to new releases. The biggie is Napoleon. Those in power only see me as a brute, unfit for higher office. But I follow in the footsteps of Alexander the Great and Caesar. I found the crown of France in the gutter and placed it atop my own head. Yeah, Ridley Scott taking on Napoleon there, starring Joaquin Phoenix, Garrett. Always wonderful, Joaquin Phoenix, Vanessa Kirby starring as well. And Ridley Scott just does not stop making no. movies. He's incredible in terms, in terms of his appetite, yeah. And in terms of big action sequences, he is certainly one of the top directors for handling them. And this is uh, the story of, of Napoleon Bonaparte and his relentless journey to power through the prism of his volatile relationship with his wife, Josephine. Yeah, I liked it, I have to say. It's sort of dividing critics. The initial uh, reviews I, I read were, were very strong and then I've heard people who aren't as happy with it. Um, of course, it's a historical epic, but it's not all historically accurate and that can annoy some people. But I think if you go in going, this is Ridley Scott's take, um, you'll, you'll be all right. I thought, you know, wonderful attention to detail in terms of costumes, production design. The sound is incredible. Really, really see this on the big screen. Um, cinematography. And as you say, Gart, like there's just nobody like Ridley Scott to direct battle scenes. I thought they were extraordinary. A um, couple of things. It, it possibly lost energy in the last 20 minutes or so. You know, by the time you get to Waterloo, it was almost a battle too far for me. And you'll hear there in the clip, he has everyone using their own accents. Initially, Joaquin Phoenix with the American accent, it jarred for me, but then you get used to it. So I think all in all, as a dramatic study of, of the man, his character, his love story, his battles, it, it worked for me. And we must mention lovely unexpected Irish cameos from Catherine Walker. You'll see her in the opening scene as Marie Antoinette and Sinead Cusack playing uh, Napoleon's mother, which is lovely to see. So I liked it. That is Napoleon. Um, and that brings us to Tilda Swinton. Yes, we have the eternal daughter. This is about an artist and her elderly mother, played by Tilda Swinton, yes. both roles, uh, confront long buried secrets when they return to a former family home, now a hotel haunted by a mysterious past. Jonah Hogg directing here um, and has very successful kind of films, the, the Souvenir and the Souvenir Part 2 as well. So that's the eternal daughter. Two others to mention as well for the kids. Wish is out. This is uh, Ariana DeBose voicing uh, Asia, 17-year-old girl who senses a darkness in her kingdom that nobody else does, like the Chris Pine providing uh, the voices uh, in that as well. And then Girl, this is a coming-of-age drama about an 11-year-old Amma and her mother. Grace takes solace in the gentle but isolated world they obsessively create. But Amma's growing up threatens the boundaries of their tenderness and forces Grace to reckon with a past that she struggled to forget. That is your selection. Mm, very good. Week. And shortly we will check out the new soundtrack from Napoleon. We'll hear Ariana to in Wish. But what TV movie have you chosen for us, Garrett? So this is a story about a man who agrees to travel to Italy and persuade a businessman's spoiled son to return home before long 
Kong. He develops a taste for the high life and decides to get in on the action first by befriending the rich and beautiful people and then by taking the drastic measure of assuming his newfound friend's identity. Mm-hmm. Anthony Minghella directs here. Very good cast. Matt Damon, Jude Law, Gwyneth Paltrow, Kate Blanchett. It is the talented Mr. Ripley and it's on tonight on TG Cahar and you can catch it at 9.30. Oh, I will definitely be tuning in for that. The talented Mr. Ripley. We might just uh, check out that soundtrack shortly too. Gareth, thank you so much. Thanks, Aideen. 